Boys Club. Is it called Boys Club because my apartment looks like a boy lives in it? I wouldn't say a boy lives in it. I would say a boy is kidnapped somewhere in here. Boys Club. We're everything. We're true crime. We're, we're world true, star hip hop. world star hip hop. We're Netflix reviews. Stories of the day. Boys Club. Listen. Yeah, do it. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. Uh, I think. Uh, no, we're not. And on Google Play. Nobody gives a shit. Boys Club. Boys Club Podcast. Now with 90% more sound clips of black people. Boys Club. Touch me and I'll sue. Here at Intoxia Reviews, we intellectually dissect the art of cinema scene by scene. Here's some clips. Oh, he is. It's just a fucking big wooden doll full of cum chasing kids around. <laughs> you look up guys who poop in a bag. I think that's where you'll find them. Because he is hurt. It's probably just in your search history anyway, isn't it? This movie fucking blows. So don't forget to subscribe to Intoxicated Reviews on all places you find podcasts. Except Spotify. We're working on it. Do not take product if you are hypersensitive. Oh, hey, Internet. Welcome back. To the Intoxicated Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah, and this is a podcast where I usually have my friends on and we talk about life while drinking. How is everybody doing? Are we all depressed or what? Oh, it's good old winter time and my motivation is a piece of shit lately. But here we are yet again with another episode of the podcast. I really want to like spice things up with this intro. I don't really know what to do, but I'm getting bored of just like myself. Is that a weird thing to say? Like, I don't know. I sat down to record this tonight and I'm just like sick of how I always talk in my intros. I'm going to try not to use upward inflections so much. Um, Might be hard though. Uh, this is just how I talk, but I'm getting sick of it, man. I'm getting sick of it. But yeah, did you guys like the new ad we have on the show? Those are my friends over at the Boys Club Comedy Podcast. Make sure you do subscribe to their show because it's friggin' great. So this week on the podcast, I have a very special lady. She is a friend of mine and she is also a listener of the podcast. My friend Sally is on the show. Sally is an absolute sweetheart. She's actually an ex-girlfriend of a good friend of mine, but someone I've always loved. So when she reached out to me to let me know that she's listening to the show and she loves what I'm doing and she'd love to come on sometime, I was like, hell fucking yes. So in this episode, we talk a lot about female friendship and dynamics. We also talk about how she met her current husband, which I'm always all about. I love hearing origin stories of relationships because I'm always just like, how did you do this? It seems impossible. Tell me your ways. Um, so that was really fun. But then we also talked about the work that Sally does with younger girls. She is a very important individual because she is actually educating young girls and guys too all about sex and stuff. It's so funny because when we sat down to record, I was telling her about how I want to get a sex educator on and I want to know what's going on in schools these days and what exactly are we teaching young kids about stuff like consent and confidence and sexuality and all that. And then Sally was like, that 
that's me. That's what I do. So I was like, oh, fuck yes. So got into a really good conversation with Sally all about the importance of empowering young girls, teaching them not to compete with one another, and the importance of self-care and confidence, which is huge, especially at that young age. It's a hell of a time. Uh, It's not a time in my life that I ever want to relive. So it was really cool to hear what she is doing. And it was a really good conversation. So big thank you to the awesome Sally for coming on and shedding light on all this. It was fantastic. So I do want to take a moment and tell you all about Patreon. Of course, every week I do this. So we do have a Patreon page. It is patreon.com backslash intoxicated. If you wish to sign up, you can make a monthly donation that will go directly to the show. And there's various levels on there that you can choose from and you get rewards for those different levels. So I do want to take a moment to actually thank all the Patreons. So I want to start with our first Patreon ever, Tyler from the States. Still going strong on Patreon. I can't believe you're still with us. I don't know too, too much about Tyler, but what I do know is that your first Patreon will always have a special place in your heart. So I thank you for your continued support and feel free to message us and tell us about yourself because I want to know more. Also coming in at the $10 level is Shannon, my bitch, and Heather, my person. Both good friends of mine, champions of the show and supporters, awesome guests as well. They've both done the show and they both know a lot of my deep dark secrets. So they're very important Patreons. Two more $10 Patreons, Mr. Bobby Beer, who I also don't know a lot about, but all I do know is that we got drunk at Heather's wedding together. So there's that. Weddings can bond people. What can I say? So thank you so much, Bobby, for your support in the show, coming in at a high roller level of $10. I also have Catherine coming in at $10, another great friend and very recent guest of Intoxicated, also my surgery spirit guide. Thank you so much, Catherine. You rock. And who could forget Vern? We all know Vern. He's done multiple episodes of the show and he will be back. And I think you'll be hearing more from him in the near future. (laughs) Not going to say too much about that, but keep listening for more details. Uh, Thanks so much, Vern. You're obviously amazing. And some very exciting news. We have a new Patreon. I'm so excited about this. I want to give a big thank you to Kaylin. You are a new Patreon, so you get a bell ring. Thank you so, so much for signing up for Patreon. Another friend of mine, actually, who will always reach out and let me know that she's listening and let me know what she thinks of the episodes. I can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Sometimes when you podcast, you truly do feel like you're talking into a wall and you don't really know how people are taking it. But Kaylin is always someone who's given me feedback and I love that. And I hope to get you on the show soon, girl. I know you're growing a human and running a business. But I seriously think you would be an amazing guest. So hopefully Kaylin will be on at some point. So big thank you to all our Patreons. You guys are awesome. I seriously think it's one of those things where whenever I'm feeling down about the show or if I'm feeling kind of in a rut, which I'll be honest, I've been feeling that way lately. It's just fucking seasonal depression. It's kind of killing my motivation. I'm getting kind of like this weird like creative block going on. So I do apologize if I seem off my game lately. I'm trying my best. But when I am in those moments, you know, I'm almost two years into this and I'd be lying if I said I didn't have moments where I go, what's all this for? But oddly enough, whenever I have those moments, it's always when I open my email and I either get a message about the show or I get a new Patreon notification. And it always pulls me out of it and makes me want to keep going and keep entertaining you guys. So thank you guys so much for everything. So if you are a listener of the show, certainly check out Patreon. 
it's a cool place to be. And maybe once we hit 10, maybe I'll start doing some Patreon live stream hangouts. Who knows what could happen, but we're getting there. We're a small but mighty community. So also don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you find podcasts. Leave an iTunes rating or review if you'd like. You can also follow Intoxicated on social media. That is Intoxicated Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. On Twitter at in underscore intoxicated. You can also shoot me an email at intoxicatedpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, feedback, comments, really anything. Let me know that you're listening. And most importantly, tell your friends about the podcast. If you're going to do any of those things that I just named, I would say the most important are being subscribed and telling your friends because we want to grow this bitch. I'm going to cut to the chase here and get to this very awesome episode with the very lovely Sally. So we are rolling on the Intoxicated Podcast, everybody. I am so very excited tonight to have a listener of the show. And a friend. And fangirl. And a fangirl. <laughs> Sally. Welcome, Hello. Sally. You don't want to go by you. a fake name, right? <laughs> no fake name. No, I'm good. Good stuff. Because when people do it, I'm like, you know, I'll do it, but I'll probably fuck it up at some point. Yeah, no alias. <laughs> good stuff. That's awesome. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited. This Thank is fun. Thank you so much for coming on. This is I When you reached out, I was like, thank God <laughs> someone wants to record. It's It's such a busy time. It is a busy time. It's a busy time of year. People are so friggin' busy. And so you actually live outside of Halifax. Yes. I'm but in the you valley. are in town visiting. Yes. So you decided to come on and this is perfect. So let's start with what we're drinking. Okay. Requested by you. Yes. Chainyard Cider. Yuppers. And we are drinking. You're going to be drinking. I've got hopped up. Hopped up. And I'm drinking the Intrepid. I don't really know the difference between the two. Um, you said that they're both dry. Yes, ciders, they're both dry. I think, I think this one's a little bit more beer esque. I think get the hops going. That might that be what it yeah. makes me happy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very. I actually love Chain Yard Cider. So um, good. I was never big into beer, and I'm still not really big into beer. Yeah. But when I discovered the Intrepid Cider from Chain Yard, mm-hmm. is when I really fell in love with it because it's really like light and yep. crisp and refreshing and not too aesthetic I guess is yeah. the right word. I could never have a fucking beer podcast. I don't know how no, to describe beer. That's okay. And I I like that it's not like I don't like things that are sweet. So I don't if I have cider, I don't want it to taste like apple juice. I want it to yeah. be dry. Yeah. I like dry wine. I like dry beer, I guess. Yes. Or cider. Like yeah. it has to be tart. It has to be like clean. I actually totally get that. I or, used to drink a lot of sweet wines, uh-huh. and it like destroyed my insides. I oh. don't know. I don't know how. I did yeah. It. No. No, that's that's cooking wine. <laughs> that's cooking wine. So let's do a cheers. Even cheers. though you're not going to hear the cheers, that's but all right. It's ding, tradition. Ding. I feel like if I don't do it, it's bad luck. It's good. Mm. Even for so- sober episodes, I'm like, let's cheers. Let's oh. cheers our waters. Oh. It is. It is going to be bad luck Pip-pip. otherwise. <laughs> so you know the show. So we usually start with a friendship origin story. Yes, the show is about friendship. Um. So we met. Actually, this is awkward. We went. We met through Jesse. Yes, because you were dating Jesse. I was. This and is true. you were the sweetest light of love oh, that I've ever. Thank you. Like <laughs> I just like. Like how long did you guys date? Just trying um, to think back to that. Isn't it? Like six months, I would say. Was it only six months. I think so. Man, I felt like longer than that. Maybe a little longer. I'm not sure. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a year. That's for certain. But yeah, so we met through Jesse. We did. We, we just stayed in touch. Yep. 
And I mean, I don't think that breakup was like a bad breakup by any means. No, it didn't no. seem like it was. No, you always have that like awkwardness of when people part ways. It is but, really awkward. And then it's then it's that hum of and haw of like, well, we were friends, but you were his friend first. How do we navigate this life? But right? but we, you know, you if you gravitate towards somebody, it doesn't really matter who. How you found friendship, it just matters that you maintain it. 100%. I mean, there are some situations, I think, where, like, you might meet someone your friend is dating, and they really hurt that person, and you're like, I can't, like, if I'm friends with you, it's really going to hurt this other person, so we just cannot be friends. Well, that's just it. That was just, like, not the case. You don't want to watch your friend get drugged through the dirt and have something malicious happen. But I was thinking about it the other day, too, like, when, when me and my ex broke up, like, I had to message my friends to be like, can you please delete him? Yeah. Because I know you like him as a person, but he hurt me so much that I just can't deal with you being friends oh, with him. Oh, that's just it. And yeah. then they did it. And it's like, you know, there's some situations like that. And then there's other situations where it's like, no, like, literally, I made a friend here. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, like there you is, know what I mean? There's like, a bond that goes beyond what why it was established. Exactly. It's, and we girls, we got to stick together. We, we got to be friends. good friends with my friend Carrie. Yes. So, love Carrie. So, I've known Carrie since grade three. That is so... So cute. How yeah. did you guys? Do you guys remember how you met? Oh, I remember. Okay, and tell it. <laughs> I'm not even asking Carrie. She's for gonna, she's gonna love this. <laughs> no, she. We tell our story all the time. Actually, I think a couple of years ago. Well, I shouldn't say a couple of years ago. It was like high school. I think she did a speech on like how we became friends, how to fight, fell out of friendship, and then became friends again. So, oh my gosh, oh my. Gosh. I was moving to this new school, and Carrie was the first person. That I met at the school, but she didn't want to meet me. She was very reluctant. She was sitting in the seat ahead of me, and her mom actually was like, oh, look, Carrie, a new friend, a new girl in your class. And she turned around. She's like, what's your name? I was like, Sally. And then, but Carrie was just like, you know, big blue eyes, freckles, and I don't know, remember what haircut we had, but it it had to be some kind of, you know, adorable mushroom cut of some kind that we all had. And uh, she looked at me with like dagger eyes, <laughs> turned around, and that was it. Stop! Yeah, I can actually totally see that. Oh yeah, I can totally see that. And then we actually became friends because I had a sucker in my <laughs> lunchbox. I had two suckers actually, and somebody else wanted one. Another friend, and I w- and Carrie asked for it too, and I was like, "Oh no, it's for this person," and Carrie was mad. And then, I don't know, it didn't work out. And she was mad at this other friend. And then I found another sucker. And I was like, here you go. And there was something about, I think, a project in the library. I don't know. Oh, doesn't my matter now because the rest is history. Carrie and I have been friends forever. We've seen everything together. We were on a swim team together. We did the girl guides. We did all the, oh all the stuff. Gosh. So... Yeah. Wow. Yeah, she stuck with me. <laughs> That's a long friendship. It is. Yep. There's something about that that is so like I hate using it. Like, it sounds fucking cheesy, but like magical cuz like it, it doesn't it's rare. Yeah. It's rare for you to stay like I my closest friend is Danielle who I've known since grade 2. Yes. Like grade 2. And I I think we it's have insane. we have like all of our technology and our social media and our texting to thank for that as as yeah. much as we want to shit all over technology most of the time yeah 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 we're maintaining friendships that we wouldn't otherwise have like our parents don't have that because 
They don't have, they can't keep the connection between. They got to write a letter. Where everybody went. So. That's very true. Every so often my dad has said like, oh, I found so-and-so on LinkedIn because that's the jobby thing. That's like the parent Facebook right now. (laughs) So, so I think because we went to university in different places, but we maintained contact through our, you know, MSN and then Facebook. I think right. Facebook is really one of the ones that kind of stuck everybody together and then... It did do it. it really yeah, did so now we're, even though we have like, you know, you go to a reunion, you're in everybody's business anyway. You'd, Hell yeah. Like we just stalk them until you run into them on the road and they're like, oh, you had a baby! And they're like, I haven't talked to you in 10 years. It's Your so baby's true. cute though. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> it's wild when you run into someone. Like, like I, I just had last week a surgery and one of the nurses in the rooms with me i went to high school with yeah i was like holy <laughs> fucking shit makes and the world and small not, <laughs> and it's not that like you know i forgot about her in any way it's yeah. just like holy crap like i haven't you haven't been on my radar in no. so long like how are you oh my god you're a nurse like the, yeah. i just turned into this whole thing right before i had to like go into surgery with yeah. her <laughs> i'm like ah, you're about to see my cervix you uncomfortable and i was like no it actually made me more comfortable i actually. think i would feel better like having too. someone i knew seeing a familiar face yeah i actually like, broke down <laughs> yeah i would have been a wreck too i wouldn't have made it they'd have to put me out to put me out it'd be just a bad scene i really i made jokes i was like i really wanted to have been high for like going into surgery because i was so high strong and but like yeah. it was all good it was That's fine good. I, I i worked it up in my mind big time like god the mind is a it's a Mine dangerous place. Thing. Yes, it's a dangerous it is. Place. It is. There's a lot of there's a lot of treachery. Really and I was is. I was watching your stories, and I was like, Oh my god, I'm so nervous! Like, did you message me? I did. You yeah. did. I was like thinking back. A bunch of people messaged me. I was like, Are you okay? Yeah. Are you all right? Oh yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, was I okay. felt so dumb afterwards because I was just like, That really was nothing. I was just overly nervous. Oh yeah, no, and overly paranoid. I'm the worst. I hate like medical things and my husband had a knee surgery right before we got married and i was a mess i was like oh my god he's gonna die Uh, (laughs) right he was getting a freaking knee surgery but i was losing it i was like he didn't want to bring me he actually told me i should probably stay home from the hospital because i was bawling i was just crying and i was like i was so worried he's like i've had a knee surgery already I've had other surgery. Don't worry about it. I'm fine. I think it's just like the idea of like, you know, like anxiety. under anesthesia, anxiety. things can yeah. happen. The chances are very slim, but there's always the chance of something. I think wrong. I've totally ruined myself with my, I hate medicine and being poked and prodded, Same. but Same. I watch every friggin' doctor show Do you that's watch on Grey's TV? Anatomy? Oh, yeah. Because one of the things I said when I went into the uh, operating room was funny because it was a whole female team, which was also great. Even the anesthesiologist was female. Hey, girl power. Which I was like, I don't know why I was expecting a guy, but my brain was somehow assuming it would be a guy. And then I felt shitty for thinking that. I was like, ah, fucking, fucking A, girls. And I walk in and I'm like, this looks like, because I've never been in an operating room before. It's my first time ever. Uh I walked in and I'm like, this looks like a Grey's Anatomy episode. <laughs> and one of them goes, that's where we learned everything. And I just cracked uh, up. I was like, sweet. They're wonderful. Good. They're funny. I can do this. <laughs> yeah, I that's can do good. <laughs> but you like to watch the medical shows. But I it, it do. Creeps you I out. do, yeah. but it freaks me out because yes. you have like the most, because they run out of things to do. So they're like, let's take the most common run of the mill thing. 
and make it deadly. Yeah. Yeah. Ow, I hurt my knee. Sorry, we have to take off your leg. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yeah, they definitely medicalize everything. And then a shooter is going to shoot out the hospital during surgery. This is not what we need. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Oh, man. But, yeah, so we we stayed friends through that, and we always saw each other kind of in group situations and stuff. And you were so kind reaching out, letting me know that you listen, and... That's I, I just appreciate that. Yeah, for sure. So hard when people reach it's, out. It's nice when it's nice when you see friends doing things. You, yeah, I, it's great to you know it's fun to be supportive and yeah. you've got cool guests on and it's fun to listen to everybody's stories and and people that you know I have met through you. It's fun to listen to yeah. their stories and how they're doing in their life. I and it's very exciting. That. That's an interesting way to to say it. Like, it is because if you're in the extended friend group. Yeah. You're like, oh, I know of these people, but I, I might not know about them, like like the concepts of their lives and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so like, it's, it's been it's been interesting and it's fascinating, and uh, you know the topics that you cover, and there's parts of it where like somebody's like, oh yeah, I could really relate, and I'm like driving to school, and I'm like, yes, I agree. <laughs> Yes, I'm conversing with you, even though I'm that's not the goal there. Of every podcast. That's the goal <laughs> yeah. of every podcaster. Yeah. Every podcaster it's wants good. people to be feeling like they're hanging out with friends, even though like we're not physically together. But yep. you're kind of hanging out with friends. That was kind of why I started because I was like the deep conversations and the most like fun, impactful convos that I've had yep. have usually been while drinking. Mm-hmm. And, like, the way I see this is, like, you know, if you go to a back corner at a bar with your friends, what you guys talking about? Yep. Like, those are my episodes. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the convert, the heart-to-hearts that you have with friends. Exactly. They've all been drunk in my mind. I don't think I've had yeah. a sober <laughs> heart-to-heart that has been, like, as open. Yep. It's just, that's what alcohol does, but, you know. There you, you know. go. Yeah. <laughs> the but, way. But speaking of friendship, I told you before we hit record that I admire... Your squad. My squad, yes. Hashtag squad goal. My fab five. The fab five. Yes. So you have a group of girls. I do. That you've known for a while. So uh, yeah. take me through this. So was this all, did you all meet in a certain grade? I mean, obviously we, you met Carrie in grade three. Yeah. Carrie was, Carrie was grade three. And then um, Sharon and Laura and Sam, for me, were all high school. Okay. Like probably, uh, I'd say grade nine. Uh, Sharon was in my homeroom in grade 10. I don't know if I remember if she was, if she was running with us in grade nine or not, but after grade 10, we were pretty solid and, uh, like Sharon and I were roommates our first year of university and the rest of us, like we just... We stuck together, we hung out, we had the, you know, the girl times, and we had uh, junk food nights, and oh, it was just like, uh, we we just made time, and it was, you know, always, always like game nights. It was like cranium and the goofy stuff that we do as kids, oh, movie night and whatever. Hell yeah. Running back and forth to their houses and, you know, parents carpooling us everywhere, and uh, we just kind of stuck together, and now it's, now that, you know, we've we've all 
for the most part are married or have partners that we've had for a long time. Yeah. And Sam just had her first baby. Oh my gosh, so she exciting. Baby. Yes. Yes. Did everything go well? Everything went well. Oh, good. Lovely little baby girl. Oh, that's fantastic. And uh, so, so now it's like we talk about, you know, who's going to be next? Who's going to have the next baby? And it's, it's fun because then it's like, okay, now we're together this month. Okay, so everybody get out your phone, check the calendar. When's the next oh. time we can get together next month? So we plan That's we plan the date while we're together so that it becomes a priority and we know whether we can fit it into our schedule or not. That is so we fantastic. try. Yeah, we try every month. It's not always feasible, but right. we try. I can yeah. totally, as soon as you said that, yeah. I just thought about Carrie because Carrie is hyper-organized. She is. Like, when I went organized. to Mexico with Carrie, everything was itinerary. I was going to say, was there an itinerary? There with was like an Excel spreadsheet, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Like, yep. she's on top of her she is. shit. I fucking wish I was like her. And I'm... She's so organized. We, we've been... Um, this year was a big year for, for everyone because we all celebrated our 30th birthdays. And we decided, <laughs> one way or the other, we decided that every 30th birthday was going to be done big. So... My birthday was in January, and they came down, and we had a party at my apartment, but they took me around. We went to, you know, wineries and cider places and out for crepes for breakfast or whatever, and and then I got a spa gift certificate, which was so lovely and fantastic, and then, like, the next birthday was Sharon's. We dressed up as the Golden Girls and went downtown in Halifax like old women, and it's, like, it's so fun, so we, we tried to sort of incorporate our personalities into the activities that we did. Like, um, I'm so jealous of your school. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, I missed Carrie's, unfortunately. Uh, moving into a house and oh, the shit. chaos and money yeah. that comes with that was hard to get down there. So I missed that one. That was kind of the pits. Um, sucks. But we celebrated... Sam's so we poor Sam we drug her all around she was so pregnant and we were trying to fill time I thought I had picked a movie to go see and we drug our butts to Bears Lake and the movie Showtime wasn't right and I swore it was I don't know what happened that's the worst so uh So we were just trying, because we had a surprise, like, party planned for her later in the evening. I think I remember that. we were, tr- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because we had breakfast had that breakfast. morning together. Yes, we did. And we were trying to plan it, and we were, like, communicating with her husband, and we were like, can we move, can we come over now? He's like, no, not yet. We're like, well, she's tired, and she doesn't want to walk, and we don't know where to go. Oh, oh but it was God. great. And then the next day was her baby shower, so we kind of did the two That's birds fantastic. in one weekend. That's amazing. And then Laura's, we just had... Uh, we went to the Wine Fest in Moncton and uh, went to see uh, high school. Well, not high school. A community theater presentation of Greece, which was um, quite fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. I was I was so sick, though. I had a terrible cold. I was I had two feet in the grave, I think. But uh, so the girls were all ready to do like cocktail dresses and be fabulous. And I had on a poncho. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Colds are the worst too because it's effective. like you're not sick enough to like bail completely. Yeah, but you just feel miserable. Yeah, and you just don't feel like I yeah, love I wine and it that. wasn't doing it. But Carrie's a bubbly fan, and I was like, I think the bubbles will get me through. So I Carrie- sipped on that for a bit, chased her around, and then 
that was that was the show i i, I pieced out early but i was like love you see you later the fact that you showed up at all is commendable yes thank you it's very commendable. <laughs> I love that idea of planning birthdays like that. Yeah. Especially 30. Yeah, because when I think back to... Yeah, I had a big 30th one. Yes, day. sparkle, sparkle, baby. It's it's downhill from here, though. I'm not... Yeah. Fucking, I don't, <laughs> actually, this next birthday, 32, I think I'm just... I honestly... People don't believe me. Uh-huh. I think I might do a, like, silent retreat or something. Or, like, well, maybe not a good. silent retreat. But, like, I think I might take, like maybe two or three friends and go rent a cabin in the woods or something. oh that's like great. i want to get away this time good good you for know? you Do instead of the big different. hullabaloo just every go fucking chill. birthday is chill. Frog, just drinking yes. like in a fancy dress and i'm like you know i want to do something different this time <laughs> like i want to just go off grid oh yeah Get your fuzzy socks on. Fuzzy find socks. a plaid shirt. Drink a beer. Smile yeah. at yourself. Life is good. And it's in Doesn't March, have to so be glamorous. it's normally still yes. shitty. Yes, exactly. Have so. a little snow and a fire and life will be great. Yeah. Freaking yes. Yes. But I love your squad. And I what I, I think makes a squad, because I was thinking about this today too, because you guys are like a unit. Mm. I consider you a unit. Do you consider your gut like I think so. A unit? Yeah. yeah. We're, it's everything that everything that we do we try to include everybody and we have like you know we've got like the group chat and the group snapchat so i don't think i think very rarely do we message anyone individually that's crazy. it's just like here's my life blah the wow. other day i had to send sharon money and i didn't have an email for her so i just like i wrote something very vague like sharon's email to send money and then laura was like oh are we doing a grocery list get garbage bags <laughs> i was like no i just need sharon's email that's all but but we can, so we can make grocery lists and then a little while later she's like i have realized it is now garbage day and i did not get garbage bags <laughs> so, so it's just like that it's like send an ugly face and then sam shares like her baby being adorable and then we're like hey we had pizza and put on socks today we win amazing so <laughs> important question yes is your group chat named anything? Yes. If I can remember. It's like babies and babes or something. Here, let Babies me, and babes. Let me confirm. Da, da, da. Besties and babes. Oh, Sorry. Hashtag that. besties and babes. I love that. That's great. I love that you can name a group chat. Yeah. And that you can pick an emoji for your group chat. Yes. Do you guys have an emoji? Uh, no emoji. Oh my god! Um, but you, you uh, should pick one. We should and have an emoji right now. Should if you were to pick an emoji for your group chat, what do you think it would be? Hmm. I ask the that's, serious questions on the podcast. It's, that's a cutting questions. Very difficult. <laughs> um, either well, I don't know. I really am particular to the two girls that are like dancing I with love the that unitard. One. Yes, the that are one? like. The one with the heart eyes, or maybe just the piece of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Laura hates the word cheese, so I think I, mean, I would go with cheese. That's some <laughs> and that's friendship, love. Yeah, just we are the cheese. Actually, I sign my. I don't remember why, but Sharon started to call me cheese nip. Cheese nip. Yeah. So, like, like kind of like, like the aren't the cheese crack? Like, I think. Are they called cheese nips? They might be. I don't know. But anyway, so sometimes I cheese sign nips. my messages like cheese nip. And I don't really know why, but but hey, there's I, two connections to cheese. I think that that works and cheese is amazing. Yeah. Sometimes they say the cheese stands alone, but not in this case. <laughs> also eat a lot of it. 
Yeah. Like way too much. All, all you need is cheese. All you need is cheese. Cheese is all you need. Cheese is all you need. <laughs> what do you think makes a good squad? Like, th- like, okay. I guess what I'm asking here is, is like everyone has a different personality or yes. like maybe a different role that mm-hmm. they play in the group. Yep. You know? And like in my mind, I feel like Carrie might be the organizer. I don't know if I'm right on that. Yeah, I think so. Carrie's, Carrie's a good organizer. Yep. What would you say the other people are? Um... In terms of what they bring to the group. I think I think I'm like the mom. Are you really? Yeah, I'm like the one that has like the tissues and lip gloss and a band-aid and a highlighter and maybe a, <laughs> a few stray hairpins and Perfect. A tampon. I got all the stuff. <laughs> it's little, all in your purse. Little hand sanitizer. Yeah, it's all in my purse. Fantastic. So it's like I need a and I'm like, here it is. So that's probably my job. I love that. Um and I'm the one who's like, everybody make sure you text me so that you got home safe. Uh, I'm that I person. I love those types of friends. And Sharon is like, she's like the court jester. She's like the, the hilarious person. Like, she's it's like always funny and everything turns into an adventure. It's like, it's Sharon's like, oh, like we're all, all of a sudden we go from a regular girl's night to like a quest. So that's that's, that's fun. I love that. Laura is our peppy fashionista. She makes sure that we're all fabulous. Oh, that's and great. Sam is Sam is like she plays every role. She's like she's got you covered if you need things. I've borrowed many a purse from her. She's hilarious. She's always the like great host. Yeah. Um she has the best Christmas parties. She is she's she's every woman she's like um, she's like the blanket she's like the peop- the person that holds everybody together i think that's amazing. yeah that's so a good way to describe everybody yeah and I so put you on the spot. i have a good Look crew yeah i guess i know them pretty good so yeah we yeah. all have a little something to add i think and that and is carrie's definitely the organizer and the person that lets us know who owes who what? I money wise. <laughs> like, She's so on top of her shit. Yeah. The other day she she messaged because we were we we all you know pitched in for Laura's past birthday and it was like okay let's get everything squared away for gift buying and Carrie says to me uh, you owe Sharon like twenty dollars and seventy cents you owe me three dollars and forty five cents but don't worry about it I was like. Okay, thank you. <laughs> you owe me eighty-five cents. Yeah, <laughs> but let's but let's not split hairs. <laughs> she, I love Carrie. I need She's to get Carrie. Best. Carrie was on my episode sixty-nine. She was, yes. Um, but I need to get her on for a solo episode. Mm-hmm. Um, now that she broke the ice with intoxicated, she that's needs right. To come back on, she she broke the solo. ice in a big way. So, oh my god, did she? I was shocked. Like, let yeah. me tell you, head first. Because when I came out <laughs> with it. Um, there were certain people I asked around to, yeah, and there were certain friends that were literally like, "No, never, never, yep. not happening." And you know, it's weird because like some of my close, close, closest friends actually like haven't even been on yet, yeah, um, in a weird way. Because and and I respect it, and re- like I oddly respect it because I'm like, you know, that's totally fine. And also, it's like you already know my life, so like, yeah, <laughs> this podcast <laughs> is like. Like, you're just gonna hear the same thing again. <laughs> again um, but again. with Carrie, like she was reluctant. Yep. And then she opened up to it. And when she opened up to it, I was I assumed she would go by a fake name. She's like, no, I don't care. And I was yeah. like, amazing, because <laughs> I love Carrie so yeah. much. She 
has many, many stories. I messaged her and I was like, are you listening to Sarah's podcast? Are you listening to it? Are you listening to Intoxicated? I love it. It's my favorite. And she's like, oh, I've listened to parts of episodes. I was like, I want to, I want to do it. We should go on together. We should plan a time. totally come on together. And and do it together. And she's like, oh yeah, cool. And then she was like, I'm doing this episode, the 69 episode. Do you want to go on that? I was like, eee, that's (laughs) that's it not for Sally one. Pass on that one. Nope. I know it's funny because when I when I officially told my parents about it, I was like, eh, maybe stay away from episode sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, maybe skip that one. Maybe make sure you're reading the episode descriptions uh-huh. and the titles before you just randomly listen. Choose, choose yeah. your own adventure. Choose wisely. Yes, um, but yeah, it's actually cool because I, I have couples on a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think going forward, it might be interesting to have sets of friends on mm. you know like best friends yep. or like really close friends i think that that would be actually a really cool dynamic because like i would love to just like sit down with two best friends and be like okay how did this come about and like what were your what were your big fights and how'd you get over them because yep. like that's what i find fascinating oh yeah about female friendship because yep. it can be dramatic tumultuous very yeah <laughs> have you ever had any big fights with like the girls in the group um no that's good i have not um that's really good yeah no it's we get like a tiff about something here there here or there like you shouldn't date that guy he's not good for you whatever you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that kind of thing or yeah or like when we were younger like there would be occasions where maybe like oh they went to do something you're like i can't believe you didn't invite me they're like well you wouldn't be allowed because you know that kind of thing but never a big blow up no 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 oh i've had some blow up fights yeah it, it's it's intense with female friends. I think. It is. It's, it's it is a, intense. It's a weird level of friendship. Like yeah, when when you've been close with a female for a long time. Yes, it's there's brutal. there's a lot like, of dynamic between females. Oh my god! Especially if you've lived with them. Like you said, yes. you were roommates in college with one yeah. of your friends. That would seal the deal. Mm-hmm. Because not only are you living together, I'm assuming you're living in a dorm room. We are living in a dorm room. So yes. one room. Yep. Two egos. Yes, but it was okay. Like you I survived. We never, we never fought. That's fantastic. Yep, yep. And I, there's not like I don't remember a whole whole lot from that year, just because like it was, it felt, it still felt like high school, but it was like now we're in charge of getting up and going to class ourselves. Yeah. But I remember I had this comforter, and it was very slippery. It was like a like a sateen or something and I had silk pajama pants on and I sat down on the comforter and I fell off the bed <laughs> like slipped like a banana peel I was gonna onto say, like... the ground like just like full blown and Sharon put on silk pants and slid like off her bed in sympathy like this is the kind of this is the kind of fun that we had we put on splash pants and slid down our hallway like we were just like that's amazing oh yeah or we'd have naps we'd have a nap on sunday and set our set our alarm because they had sunday sunday in the cafeteria and sharon wouldn't let us miss it she'd be like we can nap but then it's sunday sunday so really it was just that going to class and then bringing each other for ice and cream you napped together like you had a shared nap like you went to sleep at the same time woke up at the same time for the nap yeah it would be like okay let's nap and then then we'll put on the tv and watch like mtv like one of those 
bad dating shows or like oh get on a bus and be surprised that you're there. Or there was one, it was like a room takeover, but it was dating. And the guys like rifled through the girls' room and then they dated them. It was weird. That is oh it's very no strange one, and very personal. No one would want to date I me forget after what it was called, but <laughs> yeah, all these weird shows. But then it was like, okay, now it's time for Sunday, Sunday. But it would be like, okay, it's 12. We'll nap. And we'll set the alarm, and then when the alarm goes off, we'll get up, and we will go for Sunday Sunday, and then we will do our schoolwork. That is. <laughs> those were the days. Yeah. We did. We had a first-year psych class together, and we were trying to figure out, we were studying. We were both so bad at psych. I think we both just, just, I was you know, terrible at it, too. Yeah. Got by the hair of our teeth yeah. that we passed. Skin of our teeth, I should say. Hair of our teeth. <laughs> Good Lord. Kind of works, too. Fuzzy <laughs> teeth. Um... But we tried to come up with, like, the night before, we tried to come up with an acronyms to, like, remember specific things. Oh, I love those. And there was one we came up with. It was Cookie. 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 And we were ready. We were, Cookie. The cookie is blah, 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 blah. And then we finished the exam, and we were walking out, and Sharon goes, what the hell was Cookie? And I said the same thing. I was like, I don't know. I we oh, couldn't remember. Oh, no, you forgot. <laughs> we're like, what the hell was Cookie? God, God help us. I don't know. Aww, we tried. We tried. It was worst. cute. It was cute. You got to keep it cute, but it doesn't God. mean it's going to be successful. Holy <laughs> smokes. <Yeah>. College. <laughs> Woohoo. What a time. We made it. We made it through. And so things have changed since then, obviously. They have. So yes. you are now married. I am. And you have a lovely husband. I do. He's super. And your wedding pictures are like... A storybook fairy tale. Oh, thank you. So I want, and I don't know much about your backstory with this guy. So oh, yes, how'd you meet? And tell me everything. Okay. <laughs> well, um, because because I am a listener mm. on your podcast, mm. and we love we love to talk Tinder. <gasps> was it Tinder? It was Tinder. That should get a day. And. Uh-oh. I was never anyone who wanted to online date at all. Interesting. So I was like, I thought I'm a social person. I'm out and about and I'm happy go lucky. And you are, surely yeah. I, I'll just, I'll just snap someone up. That's what I've been thinking this whole but, time too. <laughs> but it wasn't, wasn't happening or I wasn't finding what I wanted my dad made the joke to me one day about these yeah I was dating guys around the town and and it was not working guys that were at school with me and that kind of thing and my dad said Sally you are fishing for salmon mm-hmm. and all you're getting is carp <laughs> it's like a right way to say it <laughs> yeah so then I was like well where's my salmon yeah. Anyway, so I eventually was like, okay, well, I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to try something, some online dating form. And I think it was right around when, I don't think Tinder was out too, too long. And everybody was, everybody in their dog that was single was joining Tinder. So I was like, well, I'll try that because I liked the fact that I could see the radius of which the humans were in. Yeah, that's that's the location. Yeah. yeah, yeah so... Yeah. I was I was interested that way. And then I thought, okay, well, I will I'll make this profile and I will be specific as to what I am looking for and hopefully I can sift through and 
fine, whoever. So you get like a couple of matches and I talk to a couple people. But when I matched with my husband, um, I spoke to him and he is in the same field of profession as I am. And so so that was something something that I was kind of looking for. I kind of wanted to be in the same career area as a potential spouse just because you you have you work so hard at your job that it's nice to have someone that kind of goes through it with you and sort of understands those things a hundred percent um so i spoke i spoke to this fine gentleman (laughs) (laughs) and initially it was like oh you're really close to me like he was i was in kentville and he was in windsor and so it's, you know, maybe like a half an hour-ish drive. Uh, so I thought, okay, well, this this is interesting. So we talked a little bit more, and then he was saying, like, oh, like he's an avid hiker. And he was like, I'm going to go hike Cape Split, which is, you know, one of the one of the big hiking spots here in Nova Scotia. Um, everybody goes to Cape Split. And I was kind of like, oh, this is a very interesting date proposal but first date this was the first date it was like let's go hike cape split and i was like oh uh i watched dateline (laughs) i was just gonna say (laughs) at a very early episode of the show my friend kurt and celine uh who are no longer together but they're still friends but um did an episode like way back when and they talked about how Kurt, I think he wanted their first date to be a hike. And it was the yeah. same thing. She was like, what are you doing <laughs> now? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Did you decline that? Yeah. I was okay. like, I watched, girl. Yeah, I was like, I watched Dateline and this is not safe. <laughs> I was like, I would like to meet you, but I would like to meet you in a setting that is like coffee. Yeah. And he was like, in oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So we, we left... We we took the conversation away from Tinder, and uh, went to the texting. That's Ooh, like step two. Texting, step two, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think our conversation started on like a Tuesday, and then the coffee date was set for Thursday. So it was like, "What are you doing Thursday?" Oh, nothing. Okay, let's meet for coffee. So we met for coffee in Wolfville, uh, where it turns out we you know, we've, we've both gone to school uh, at Acadia, and. Um, he said, okay, I'm going to meet you for coffee. Is it okay if I bring my dog? Oh, my dog. Like, I mean. <laughs> Do you even need to ask? Yeah. Number one way to my heart, bring a dog. Yeah. So, uh, so we went, we got coffee and then we went for a walk in Wolfville with the dog. And after the walk and a really good conversation, uh, we parted ways. It was kind of like, oh, what are you doing on the weekend? You know, I'm doing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and it was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. And I didn't know if we'd ever touch base again. I certainly wanted to. Were you, did you, were you instantly attracted? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a majestic beauty. I love him. Um, and uh, so I went home and I was saying to my mom, like, you know, he's so handsome and he's so nice and he's, we have all these interests and I really hope I see him again. And all this time I hadn't checked my phone. And he was like, what are you doing for dinner? Oh yeah! So we the met, next day? or the, no, the that same, night, same, same day. day, same day. Oh, he was risking. Being, yeah, so oh, it was like big move, a big two move. o'clock coffee and then a six o'clock dinner. Oh, so really um, yeah, so 
but he he made another mistake. <laughs> he said, "I will make you dinner in my home," and I was like, "No, yeah. not your home. Too personal." Yeah. So yeah. too soon. Yeah. Too soon so we met at a pub, and again, super conversation. Everything was great, and. I left the date and I was like, okay, I'm going to be the one now that says, all right, I've really enjoyed spending time with you. I would like to see you again. He's like, well, I got to get ready for work and September's coming. And, you know, he was very cool and casual. <laughs> but by the time I got home again, because we Wait, were what? already in Windsor for our date. And actually, the other funny part is I'm not a big driver. Well, I wasn't a big driver at the time. And... I drove to Windsor. So I drove on the highway. This was a big deal. I was I, I was not a highway driver. Oh, I yeah. drove through town. Yeah. And Carrie makes the joke to this day. Well, Sally, it took a man to get you on the highway. <laughs> and it's true. It's true. It, was it would take it. a man to get me on the highway too, oh, don't worry. Freak dick. Yeah. So um so I drove home and I, again, was like, wow, he played it really cool. And I don't know. if I, Maybe that's it. That's all she wrote. But wow. then, of course, I checked my phone and there's all these texts, like complimentary texts. And wow. so then that was it. So I'm the person that everyone hates because I did an online date. I went <laughs> on one Tinder date with one online human and I married him. I mean, I don't think that you're the person people hate. <laughs> I think you're the people person people want to be. I'm lucky. I'm very, you're very, very lucky. lucky. Yeah. Um, I have a thousand questions about everything. Absolutely. So, what drew you to him in terms of his Tinder profile? What What made you go? Well, I'll message him. Yeah. Um. Well, he is. A beautiful majestic ginger which was like for me it was like oh wow look at this rare beautiful, he does have a very distinct rare look. beautiful ginger yes and uh he he, used, he talked about you know being interested in music and being interested in the outdoors and his dog and there was a picture of his dog our now dog max who i Who's love adorable. he's so yeah. cute yeah um and uh and he talked about uh you know what what he does for a living and and i associated with that so uh he was he was local he was pretty he and had a good was, bio right yeah it was just it wasn't like you know looking for fun see you later like it wasn't it wasn't didn't feel like a temporary thing it just felt like somebody who was also trying it on you know right. to see what might come of it I like that. Yeah, so I mean, sure, you you swipe all kinds and you match and and he swiped too and I'm sure he had conversations with people, but then it just clicked. somehow clicked with us and yeah, so so we're lucky. I mean, I know he he had done other um online dating things. He was like um he did the e-harmony thing and stuff because we still laugh. I think it, I don't think he gets them now, but he was still getting like e-harmony emails and it was like <laughs> hello uh, i really like you and it was like in his junk mail and he's like oh uh i was already engaged to him i was like let's get rid of young fiona and her desires <laughs> might be about time yeah wild e-harmony yeah, so, e fuck so uh i know he he tried other venues but yeah i just i was like oh well let's just see what this tinder has to offer and apparently it was like here's a husband would you like that one? and i was like wild yes please it, so it's, it's wild to think about like well i mean me hating tinder right now, <laughs> like honest to god it works for some people 
It does. And there's no there's no formula. There's no. I, I think it's just I honestly think it comes down to make sure you know what you want. Yeah. Read the profiles. Find someone with a good profile. Find someone like you're kind of stoked about. Like yeah. it's obvious to me that you saw his profile and there was a number of things that you were intrigued by. Yeah, I was I doing some key. serious filtering. That's key. Yeah, I was looking for things that I could associate with. It wasn't just like, oh, your picture's nice. It was like, what yeah. are you interested in? What did you write? How did you write it? Yeah. And you know, like we like we've said like, yeah, is there typos? <laughs> do you do I have to figure out which one you are? Oh, I why that. why do you have seven girls around you and you're in like Cancun? No, thank you. Like right. those kinds of things that we look for. That what are was not your profile what like we want? Then? Uh mine was mine was a selfie. And did you write a lot? Um I don't I don't think I wrote a whole lot. It was like I don't know what I was interested in and that I wasn't looking for um hookups. Yeah, I was right. just I was looking for like a serious relationship and that I was serious and good. that I yeah. was, you know, a career woman and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um I really should put that in mind. Yeah. I think that there's a fear associated with putting that in for some uh, reason, but I think more women should put that fucking in. I think I think we I think we'll get more of what we're looking for if we if we're really specific as to yeah what we want and when we do the filtering thing to really look at you know what might be a good potential and something worth talking about as opposed to just like oh he's nearby and he's very handsome exactly um gotta be a little i was thinking about my pictures again so i had a selfie and i also had um Another picture, I wanted to say there was pictures of me and my friends, but there wasn't. It was me uh, trying to paddle a blow-up raft. That was the other one. (laughs) I love it. Yeah, so it was like, look at me, I can clean up real good. And also, here's me with like two days unwashed hair somewhere in the middle of the water in Chester in a rowboat. (laughs) Show some variety, yo. That's so important. It's like... I can be glamorous and I can also be dirty in a robot. Sure can fine. be glamorous. Oh, uh, I just want to say, hair goals. <laughs> oh, Your thanks. hair is always on point. Uh, I have the, um, I call it the other person. So there's like Couch Sally, which is like yeah. scraggle muffin hairdo, and mm. like, you know, Sundays I don't often get dressed. I just keep my jammies on all day and do schoolwork. But um, when it's time to go out, I do I do like to clean up and and I do like my hair. I do your hair a lot is, with heavy hair. It's beautifully <laughs> curled. It's amazing. I've always you're adorable. Oh, you're thank just you. Absolutely adorable. So complimentary. I love it. I love I love <laughs> Sally. So you're my favorite ex girlfriend of Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> I made it. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> You both happily married now, so I can can say that. That's Um, good. No, I I think uh, I think everybody's got a a good life, and it's all it's all good. It's all worked out. We're all adults. We can make funny jokes and laugh and smile and carry on. That's this is life. This is what it is. Yeah. Back to the husband. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, you went on some dates. It it worked. So then, what what happened from there? Well. It was it was dicey because I was I was concerned when we 
started dating because everything was going fantastic. And then um, I was working in uh, in one town nearby, and uh, then my my job ended there, and I went farther away. So I was oh, in Annapolis yeah. Royal. Oh shit! And my husband was in Chester. Mm, not the best. So not that close. No. Um. So we did have to, and I had accepted the job while we were dating. So it was kind of like I've accepted this job. This is my way in. This is way, my kickstart to my career. Yeah. And I have to take it. But I was so broken up about it because I was like, well, I don't want this really great thing that just started Ooh. to end. How long had you, had you been together at that point? Um, we started dating in like the end of August and this was the end of October. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it was kind of like, well, this has been good, but what's going to happen now? So, uh, but we made it work. Um, I was, I think pretty much every weekend I was either in Chester or he was in Annapolis Royal or he would come home to the Windsor area and I would be home in Kentville. So we'd, you know, I'd go to his parents or he'd come to my parents for dinner and we'd hang out and, and that kind of thing. So there was a lot of, there was a lot of back and forth for a year. And then the next year, um, we decided that we didn't want to do the commute anymore and we were going to move in together. So we rented a house in the Windsor area and I was, uh, still in the Valley. So I was in the Kenfield area and he was still in Chester, but the drive was a little shorter from Windsor to Chester. So, right. um, so he was doing that and, and I was meeting him at home, uh, for a year and and during that year so we were we moved in together in like july or august and um and we got engaged in november then we got an apartment in kenville and now so we lived there for two years and now we bought a house so crazy yeah. <laughs> okay okay big question yes proposal what proposal i don't know the proposal story oh, oh, oh. oh god <laughs> get little stars in my eyes um <laughs> i knew i knew it was coming I guess like we had talked I, about it a little bit. I always bit. wonder. I always yeah. wonder. I'm like these bitches know. Yeah, like we <laughs> we talked we talked about the concept of it. Okay. Um but I didn't know specifically when. Like I just knew that we wanted to be together long term and that marriage was both some, something we wanted. And you knew that he wanted to get married? Yeah. That's good. When did you That's a big question to ask. It was. And it was something that I asked fairly early on. Good. Because, yeah, I didn't want to end up being like, I am definitely a marriage house baby person. Right. And, uh, so. (laughs) (laughs) So. That sums it up. Yeah. Marriage house and baby. There she is. Sally. Um, no, but, uh, but I wanted to know. I wanted to make sure because, you know, it's, it's important that you both want the same thing and you don't want to feel like you're. You know, just like, he doesn't want to now, but maybe oh, I if I blink that. my Ugh. eyes and smile a lot, he'll Ugh. love me and want to get married. But no, Amen. yeah, he was, he was down for that. So, um, so the proposal, um, I was home after school and I was making, I was making supper or I would think I was actually making dessert because I had a hankering for chocolate. So I was making lava cakes, I think. And Amazing. I was just like in like my school clothes. It was we weren't on some romantic dinner or anything like that. Um, and Andrew came home from from school, and uh, he said, um, 
it was just like we were just catching up and i i didn't even turn i was still like cooking and doing my thing and uh our dog max is a he loves tricks he i put i mean you've seen his pictures like he's got like sunglasses on and hats and i dress him up he had fairy wings on for halloween he lets me do it i don't know why he's crazy but um so he balances things like he's a balancer treats and that kind of thing so i got the sally look at max and i turned around and max was sitting on his bum with my engagement ring on his nose, like just between his eyes, he's just sitting there like a little gentleman with the engagement ring. Oh my god! So uh, Andrew was down on one knee and also holding Max to ensure that the ring was not going to get eaten because I was he just going to say that'd be my big fear. Well, yeah, because the he got, he hits the treat on his nose and eventually it's like okay, and he can flip it and he'll eat it. But we didn't want that to happen with the ring, so it was. You know, just, it wasn't a big spiel. It was, will you marry me? Oh, and Max too. And oh. so, of course, it, but it took me a minute to, like, associate. Like, it was like, the dog has a ring on his face. Why? Why is this happening? And then oh, I okay. kind of put it all together because <laughs> you're just taking, you're taking it back. You're like, what's that sparkly thing on your face? Why do you have that? And then I was like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> so, my gosh. Yeah. So then it was kind of a. We had like the the brief like oh of course you know you like hug and kiss and like jump around the kitchen, uh, but then immediately I was like can I call my mom? <laughs> so it was like, and then I think we both spent the night uh, on the phone with family like, and then we had uh, actually the other thing that was kind of funny. So I I had a hunch that maybe it was coming. We bought a sparkling wine from a local winery, and I was like oh we could. We could buy this and put it away because it was one of those ones that you could just like put away and it's fine. So like, oh, we'll put it away and we'll take it out when we want to celebrate something. And Andrew was just like, oh, we should just put it in the fridge because if we're going to celebrate something, we want it to be cold. Yeah, that's a dead giveaway. So then like, yeah, it was in my fridge for like two weeks, but it got opened. So yeah, it was it was pretty pretty special so that is the cutest thing ever. <laughs> any proposal that involves pets or dogs yeah is instantly better than any other proposal <laughs> that's just what it is i happen to agree but i'm biased <laughs> i have a listener and a friend who also had a proposal with her dog involved <sighs> and it's yeah puppies adorable. puppies Ad- win adorable adorable yeah. did you have the house together when he proposed or were you in the apartment we were we were renting a house renting yeah okay yeah, we were renting a house when he proposed. So then the wedding. Yes. So gorgeous we, and storybook fairy tale. Thank you. Yes, we got married. Um, we got married Thanksgiving weekend, um, oh, October eighth, two thousand and sixteen. I guess so. It was two years this fall. Two years. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So um, we got married in Wolfville. It was fall. I got all the colors out, and yeah, it was it was a good day. We had. You know, it wasn't a giant wedding. Um, it's good though. Yeah, it was. It was good because you didn't feel like it was like, oh, who's that? <laughs> you know, it yeah. was all people that we knew. It was all mutual friends, and it was just like, yeah, there was no like, oh, and this is my aunt Helen from 
Yes. That I haven't seen in Somewhere years. far away. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I appreciate that so much. Yeah. Just so the idea of inviting of like, the people who really know you. Yeah. So it, yeah. it happened a couple times. Like it was like, oh, and, and, and them and also them because I love them and I should have them. <laughs> and, and they're friends with them. So they should come too. And then it was like, you know what? I will. It'll be so much better if it's just... Like the Core. ones that are involved in your life and involved in our story. Yes. So that was, it was an easier decision then. It was like, let's be realistic. That's exactly and it. And then it was great. Yeah. Were, were you a bridezilla? I was not. I can totally tell that you would have been just the chillest bride. Yeah, I yeah. was very casual. I um, That's fantastic. I knew, I knew when I wanted to have the wedding, um, if, you know, if I, if, if we were going to get married and I think even no matter what I was kind of looking at Thanksgiving because we have a break and um yeah and it's it's fall it's uh, fall in the valley is I, like I love every fall. story oh yes it's the, so that's lovely right, the valley. The valley. Oh. oh the valley <laughs> most viewed if you're not from Canada it's just this like gorgeous countryside area mm-hmm. and the leaves I can imagine are oh they're stunning and it looked like I it it does look like a storybook. Every time yeah, I drive really through Wolfville in the fall, I'm like, it's all a story, or it all looks like it should be on the front of like some farmhouse puzzle or something. Yes, that you buy at Toys R Us for Christmas, and it's like a thousand pieces. Yes, <laughs> yes. yeah. And the pictures are gorgeous. Thanks. The dress was gorgeous. I love them. Yeah, I was really, I was really happy with the day. And when when we got engaged, um, it was like we got engaged on a Friday. And I booked my wedding venue on Wednesday. Did you really? I did. I love it. <laughs> okay, like, I know that some people might roll their eyes. Yeah. But, like, I, whatever. I have a bit of a dark heart and stuff. Uh-huh. But, like, when it comes to weddings, I'm like, I would be the same. I don't, I'm not, listen, this is just me. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of long engagements. I feel like if you're being proposed to and you're taking that step, why the fuck wait two years? That's- you know, a year is... A good amount of time. I can accept it, but I think if you're going to get engaged, shit or get off the pot. Shit or get off the pot. <laughs> get, get married. That, and if you, especially if you're someone who knew, if I ever get married, I want to get married here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fucking yeah. get that venue because so it's going to be booked like probably a year anyway. Exactly. Oh, so, so so I I call. I knew where I wanted it. I emailed them. I said. Is it available October 8th? They said, yep, but there's another couple that's looking at that date. So if you want it, I will hold it for you until Wednesday and you can come look at it to confirm and also give me money. That's wild. And so I was like, yep, book it. And uh, then I went with my mom and we looked and we were like, yep, this is what we want. So then I had I had my date and um, then I, I set up with the chapel and everything got set up for that date. So then I was like okay, here's the day I'm getting married and everything else will fall into place. As things come, you make the menu. Um, I guess I I went to get my... I knew that it took a long time for the dress and it was yeah, like to pick the dress. One. So I I went dress shopping in December and got my dress. So then I had that. I was like, okay, I got the dress, I got the man, I got the venue. Again, the food will come. So then it was food and flowers later on and we got that all established and then it was just like... Let's just wait for the wedding. Wild. And my wedding day, I was, yeah, it was chill. I got up, we went to Cora's and had breakfast. And Amazing! Then, yeah, we got our hair done and I was like just hanging out. I wore like jeans, jean shirt. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> we had some sandwiches. I think I, 
I sang a lot of Backstreet Boys and then I I just hung out. I just hung out in the house and bopped around. I was cool, calm, and collected. And then then it was like my photographer and friend um, who's fantastic. She's like, okay, Sally, it's time to put on your dress. Put on my dress. (gasps) Had an epic meltdown. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't... It wasn't a meltdown of like, I'm so stressed. It was like, this is really happening. It I don't really know real, what to do. Eh? Yeah. yeah. So so I got the dress on and and then I saw my dad and then I was like m- sort of more emotional because my dad's very like stoic and he wasn't, I don't think he was that emotional, but I was like, ah. but <laughs> the funniest, funniest part about this day and most people would be embarrassed about this, but I spent the whole day uh, wearing... Um, my van's sneakers and I had sweaty stinky feet <laughs> and I didn't wash my feet and my sister put my heels on and she was like only Sally would get married ah! with stinky feet <laughs> oh my god it's funny so I was a beautiful majestic wonderful Thanksgiving bride with smelly Lovely. old toes in heels in heels yep oh man <laughs> what about like the actual walking in the aisle part did you get emotional then no, my friends told me I walked too fast. Okay. I was just like, this is trying to get there. It's getting hard to me <laughs> because, okay, friends, if you're listening, I've been part of many weddings and I get shit for this every fucking time. <laughs> the most recent wedding I was in, I did great. My friend Mary's <laughs> wedding, I was told that I walked at the perfect pace. <laughs> but my friend Karen and Eve's wedding, which was down south in Mexico, yep. they were like, you literally ran. You ran down, <laughs> you ran down the the aisle or the sand i guess yeah <laughs> sand <laughs> um and they they make fun of me for it um but i'm just a fast walker it's fucking yeah. hard for me to walk fucking slow especially when you're so excited to see your friends get married well that's just it like i i think <laughs> the hard part for me though was like i wanted i had someone like hired a guy to sing songs so mm-hmm. i had this song in mind and he was he was singing it and he was like when are you gonna come down and this is how you're gonna walk and this but like by the time I got there and I saw everybody and my Aww. sister and Sharon were already up at the front of the chapel and Andrew was down there and that's what I came for. So I was like, come <laughs> on, dad. Like we just, just kind of like hunkered along. I smiled like a little show pony and I, but I, I thought that I would, I thought that I was, I was going down. Like I would like look at people, but I didn't. I was just like, Andrew, Andrew, Aww. going to marry Andrew. That's sweet. <laughs> yeah. So. I always wondered that too, like. It must be awkward because, like, everyone's looking at you and you kind of want to do the whole, like, smile and wave, like, yeah. Kate Middleton, like, yeah. hi, everyone. I am the queen. <laughs> but, yeah, at the end of the day, you're there to get married. Yeah. So I. You've seen your future groom at exactly. the end of the aisle. So I kind of had blinders on and I got down there and then we got, we got married and the ceremony was pretty quick. And I guess my mom was, the, it's the funny things, like, that you hear about after, like, my yeah. mom was freaking out because she thought the rings were still at our house. She's like, we don't have the rings, the rings. Because oh the God. photographer took the rings <laughs> to give to our groomsmen. And she's like, I don't know the rings. I never saw the rings. My dad's like, the photographer took the rings. Don't worry about it. So I guess my mom was like in the first row, like, there's no rings. They're not getting married. There's no oh, rings wow. today. So then they were, they were there. So it was fine. But it was those kinds of little funny things. And so my dad has an old Corvette that my dad, that him and I took to the wedding. And my mom and the girls followed and her crv (laughs) um so we took the corvette and it was a busy time in wolfville and there was traffic everywhere 
So we were going and we got to downtown Wolfville and because the car, like the car is old and it was idling for so long, the car shut off. Oh no. In the traffic. Oh no. And I was like not very far away from the chapel, but it was like enough to like, I'm not going to walk. So, and we were supposed to get married at like four and I think it was like 3.57 or something and the car stops. So I'm like, okay, all right, this is fine. Because guess Free. what? Nothing can happen without me. That's so they're going to have to wait. They're waiting on you. So my it's dad, but it was cute because my dad gets out like in a suit and his little boutonniere and he goes and he's like jumping the car. So we get it started. But it was also, you know, kind of a spectacle because here you got the guy in the suit getting out, jump the car. You got the little bride <laughs> in the window shaking her bouquet and little kids <laughs> are cocking their head to look at me. So I felt pretty like a celebrity. And that's hilarious. Wolfville. So, I mean, we got there. It was a bit of an adventure to get there, and thank God my mom didn't follow us all the way, because she would have had a freak out. Like, How late were you? Oh, just a couple minutes. Like, oh, good. I mean, they never start on time anyway. Like That's the rule minutes. of weddings. Yeah, I think so. Anyone will tell you, they never start on time. Yeah, actually, I, I don't know who this is. It's like a family friend of my husband's family, but they're talking about a wedding where the bride was a bridezilla, and the wedding was supposed to start at four, and she told everybody to come at two. But she said, like, on the invitation, wedding starts at two. But it didn't start until four. Two, that's two, that's. <laughs> I can understand a half hour. Half maybe. hour. I get yeah, that. I get the half hour two buffer. Hours, unless you have games, drinks, and like a spectacle, maybe like a seal who <laughs> sings the alphabet or something. <laughs> then it would be fine. But. Because friends do that with me, actually. Because they know I'm going to be late. So like I, yeah, they'll be like, let's start drinking at um seven. And and then like I'll write in the chat like I'm not gonna be right till eight and he's like that's why I suggested seven. <laughs> Just like motherfucker, yeah. I'm always late. I'll be late to my own funeral, guaranteed. There, guaranteed, guaranteed. That's so cute though. That's yeah. that's it's so cool to like being part of someone's wedding. Yeah, and like the ugh, the energy is just it's wild. It is wild. Yeah, just wild. Yep, craziness. Yep. Oh my gosh! And so, it's it's very, like it's it's kind of surreal. Like you're like yeah. oh, but like I had I was you know the person that was obsessed with like say yes to the dress. But now I've done it, so now I like that kind of like the show doesn't appeal to me anymore. It's very like, true. It's like oh <laughs> look she she picked the mermaid cut and the whatever. <laughs> And now I'm like, it's like say yes to the dress marathon where usually I'd be like, ooh, cancel all your plans. But now I'm like, mm, <laughs> nah. Did, did you have trouble picking a dress? No. You, it was. It was the second dress I put on. Oh, wow. Second yeah. one. Yeah. Wow. You got lucky. Yeah. Well, the the first dress I put on was what I thought I wanted. Right. And I put it on and I was like, no. Yeah. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. And then she's like, well, how about this one? So I tried that on and I got up on the little pedestal and cried that's the thing yeah. and i was like yep it's this one it's fine and they're like well you have several other dresses to try on and i was like okay i guess so i kept putting them on and coming out and i was like i had like slunky shoulders and i was like you know picking at the boob cups and i was like nope not this one so i put another one on that was nice and it was similar to my dress but it was like a heavy satin and my mom was like oh you're so beautiful and i was like i hate it Oh, wow. I was just going to say, who was in the room? Just my mom. Just your mom? Yeah. I was going to say, like, because that must be a whole other thing. Like, your friends? Like, having your friends there might be tricky because... They have... You have so many... There's so many opinions that I was like, 
even like I feel a little bit bad like that I, I didn't have my sister my sister was in school do, in university doing classes and she's kind of like what you're going without me I was like I just I just want to be able to pick it for myself and if, right. like, and I want mom to be like well that's absolutely terrible or actually she she helped pay for the dress a little bit so she had some say financially as right. well <laughs> um yeah. but um I yeah I just kind of wanted to pick my own without yeah. all the extra stuff that's very confident of you yeah I feel so, like I would just be like I want a thousand opinions yeah. on that <laughs> yeah so we got past the dress that my mom liked and then I put it on again and she was like yeah you're right because it was I think the the other one was just because it was so like heavy satin I think it was a little more matronly and mm. I think that's probably why she liked it because it was very modest and it was very right. which my dress was really yeah. the the fanciest part was the back of my there dress. was some lace though wasn't there it? was yeah, yes it was all lace. very lacy yeah yeah Gorgeous. yeah so so yeah that was that was fun and it was right around Christmas so we finished the dress and then this woman that owns the store was like oh and now that you've picked out your dress here's like seven butter tarts and like a pecan log and like some chocolate oh yeah we sat down we had a feast (laughs) wow (laughs) it was great that's amazing yeah it was pretty much like oh here's your dress and also here is all the christmas dessert for lunch (laughs) oh have a lovely day now god that must be so fun it was fun yeah so i want to get into the you do work with kids. I do. Um, specifically, what ages? Uh, I'm looking Be at like, like the grade grade seven and eight range. So they're like 12, right. maybe leading into 13. So you're doing some cool stuff, though. Like, yeah. You work with actual... I work with youth. Yes. Yeah. Young yeah. people. Yeah. Yep. Forming their minds and shaping them. Yes. And guiding them. Like guiding the, them into the world. Like the fine leader that I am, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but also like on the confidence side. Yes. Body image. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yep. Um, so a couple of years ago, I took a, um, a yoga teacher program. So I'm a 200-hour certified yoga instructor. Um and then uh, now I've been taking a program that is geared towards um, really like female empowerment and um, positive body image, positive body self-talk for young girls. Because um, as as we start to see with social media and, you know, the, everything being hypersexualized, that um, girls are struggling. Our yeah. girls are struggling. And... Um, and they're growing up too fast. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so so I'm in a program right now that's focused on um, building girls up and teaching them how to be mindful and how to take care of their bodies and that they're the most important and uh, that everything else is kind of secondary and the expectations that we put on ourselves as women is yeah. tough. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I'm going to give that a big old <laughs> dang. Because I was telling you before this that I've been wanting to get somebody on who does this. Mm-hmm. Because I want to know what's going on in schools, mm-hmm. uh, particularly in that age group. Because that's a very pivotal time in any girl's life. Is that age, you know, puberty age. Maybe it's like maybe a little bit post-puberty. But you know that mm-hmm. when your body's changing and... 
also the idea of like you're on the fucking internet like yeah, yeah. you're on social media yep um like i'm freaking 31 and i'm getting bullied on social right. like i'm getting yeah. emails calling me ugly and yep um like how the hell are they dealing with it right and what are the tools that they are being given to deal with it because it's so much it is yep we're so much we're bombarded and um i think the biggest thing that we're trying to teach them is that you know what we put on social media is out there and Mm -hmm. it you know it it goes out into cyberspace and even you know if we delete it it's still you know it's traceable somehow and right you know that we have to we have to be valuing ourselves and um being selective as to who we share ourselves with yep um that's huge and and the other thing is that uh we want girls to be accepting of their bodies no matter what and i shouldn't just say girls i should say anyone that identifies as female yes um because that's you know that's a whole a whole thing that's happening too Mm -hmm. um so i think the idea is that we're trying to teach people that you know you you need to be confident in your own skin and you are perfect the way you are and you know it shouldn't matter what other people say or think about you um right and uh it's it's just kind of like we we need women need each other to support each other and teach each other and i think uh something that was said today that that i thought was really really um important and i'm trying to think exactly how it was said but essentially uh it was that we we as women spend so much time trying to be better than other women like we're trying to get ahead of someone and we're we harp on and we get sour about other women's success and the idea is that there's enough success in this world for every female to be successful and see success and just because someone has success doesn't mean you're less successful and um how to pursue that so you you might be amazing at piano and maybe i'm amazing at drawing Right. And it's okay to be confident about that. So if you say, well, Sally, I'm amazing at piano. I'm not going to say, oh, you show off. You right. shouldn't talk about that. It's okay to be confident. Yeah. You should be yeah. happy about that. There's a difference between confident and arrogant. Yes. So it's kind of like instead of us saying like, oh, well, she's doing this and it's you know, so great for her, but not great for me. It should be like, you go, girl, you do your thing. And I'm going to do my thing and I'm going to be successful eventually or, you know, when I figure this out. So sometimes it's about learning about ourselves and caring for ourselves and accepting the process of how things happen. Like not everybody's going to have the same things happen at the same time. Yeah. And that's not going to be the right thing for anybody either. So it's like we have to teach girls that it's okay to and it's okay to be down like it's okay to be upset about something it's okay to yeah if you have mental illness or you have you know if you struggle with those things it's okay like there's support and you're allowed to have that support you're allowed to have those feelings and you're allowed to take time for yourself 
and um you know the focus is around mindfulness and taking time and you know there's a lot of breathing because i'm a yogi and it's like stretching and all that stuff too that goes hand in hand with it but it's all about building your confidence and being okay with yourself and seeking more of a sisterhood with women as opposed to like competition yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 percent. yeah because it's like it you know it starts off with like little things of like well that girl's popular why is she popular yeah oh well she's blonde and skinny and got big boobs i don't what's wrong with me Uh like that's where it starts yeah and that starts young does so i'm glad (laughs) to hear that there is stuff going on um in junior highs and you know that that age group Mm -hmm. um instilling these things in in girls young because jesus christ if you don't like it just it gets worse yeah it gets worse it does and you know our i wish that i wish that we had this kind of thing when we grew up yeah um i think it's so important and you know the other thing is like even even now like our perspectives are different than our parents perspectives of what women should do and how women should act and what you know family dynamics look like or what you know what a woman looks like you know like we've had we've gone from like you know they tend to the children and now we're we're going towards like career women who raise children and like rock life but it's everybody had at this point everybody has a choice so it's it's what you want to do and what makes you feel good as opposed to like what society expects you to do as a woman yes and the other the other thing is that um we are saying that the women that are successful we look at for being they're finding success by being more masculine and that so like we slap on a pantsuit and like go to work and push papers and rise to the top or we want to be taken seriously so we do something that's more masculine or we hide that you know femininity aspect of ourselves that says like you know i'm i'm soft and sweet and girly but don't push me around because i have a job to do and i'm here to do it so the idea is that we can still be feminine and powerful yes oh my god thank you yes yeah yes so so that's what I'm into right because now. one of the things I really don't like is when you see strong-willed <clears throat> women who are kind of like okay I'm just trying to use an example like if someone wants to be an entrepreneur and start start a business or something and say you want to start a makeup business or mm. a beauty business you know that is a f- more feminine area mm-hmm. but like you can still be a boss-ass bitch and go do that hell yeah and succeed yep and you can do it by wearing whatever you want you don't have to wear a pantsuit like god no (laughs) like so there's this idea of like to be more aggressive or to be more yeah i guess aggressive would be the right word that you need to look like a guy or like wear pants wear like and it's just like that's that's bullshit yeah that's bullshit it is and you know maybe you want to do that yeah if you want to do that that's cool exactly but like girl like me i ain't gonna wear a pantsuit that's right i'm gonna r- put a dress on and maybe put a blazer over it yep or something exactly um but like I wanna, no one should be ashamed no. of what they want i want to put on a squirrel onesie and rock the world yes! like whatever <laughs> i mean some days exactly just and it's really like want a this attitude of like if you are more girly or feminine <clears throat> like i i wear makeup i dress up a lot yep people kind of talk to you like you know you don't have to do that and i'm like yeah. 
I want to do that. I do it for me. I do it for me. Yeah, yeah. like it's not about you at all. Yeah. You don't know how many <laughs> eyeshadows I have on my eyes. No. Only I do. <laughs> so it's just it's just this weird attitude. So I think we have to kind of shift our thinking and you're right, like be more supportive, be more empowering to women of various varieties. Yeah. Various varieties of women. Exactly. Um, no matter what you're doing. Yep. Um, support it. And even if you are doing something that's in the same field. Like I I follow a lot of female podcasters because mm-hmm. I'm like, I wanna fucking pump you up and I wanna support you and like I know how hard it is. And like seeing you succeed is only actually gonna give me fuel to also succeed. Right. And it's not a competing thing. No. Nope. It's actually just seeing good role models mm-hmm. which is also huge huge the idea of of good role models for women yeah um and using that as a positive thing mm-hmm. rather than oh well what's wrong with me oh well she's doing that and i'm not doing that so maybe that's why i'm not succeeding yeah you know and then it goes even deeper it goes into like oh well so-and-so has a husband and I'm not like that, so maybe I need to be more like her to get a husband. Like, there's right. so many ways in which it's just can't, and yeah. body. I mean, body image stuff to compare is just a whole other beast. To other oh people, and it's we can't because it's exhausting and it's not going to help us. And it, so, I think it's so important to do it young. Yep. Um, on the sex education side of things, mm-hmm. I'm very curious as to what's being done there because I know for me when I was in that age group, you know, grade seven, eight. It was very much so focused on biology. Like, yeah. okay, this is what's going to happen. This is how you have to deal with it. And that was it. Yeah. There was nothing about the emotions you go mm-hmm. through when you are that age. Holy fuck. Yep. The shift that you have physi- physiologically at that age is massive. Oh, yeah. Yep. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. that intense for men, but yeah. Um, I'm just, I'm curious as to what, is going on there now especially with like consent and all that yeah if that's actually being taught it is Um, that's good to know so the focus right now um from from what i know um is that the focus i mean of course we we can't leave out like you're gonna get your period and here's how it works (laughs) um here's how do you still have cheesy videos that you show (laughs) Uh, cheesy, yes, but it's not like, there's not like specific videos. It's more like, hmm, let's go on YouTube and find something that's appropriate, entertaining, and probably too young, but it's fine because we're going to learn something and we'll probably have a laugh and there might be a kitschy little tune at the end. There you You go. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah. so, so it is, it is physical and it's still, it's still very physical, um, but there is more about about consent and about um, you know the way like we talk about how you know a woman dresses and just because she you know dresses scantily clad that's not permission to go for Good. her she's not looking for something that's not um, that's that's something that we we talk about um, we yeah we talk about how you know we. We cover all of the different, you know, varieties of sexuality and sexual interest and oh, all that. Um, we talk about family dynamics. We talk about, you know, um, from uh, all all walks of life we cover. Um, and uh, and there's no, like, you know, this is better than that. This is, you know, there's nothing like that. Everything is open. 
Good. Um, and and then there's a lot a lot focused around protection and health and you know sexually transmitted diseases and and um, you know all the or infections. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we talk about those kinds of things um, and all the resources that are available. Uh, we talk about you know planned parenthood and and options for our young girls and young families and those kinds of things. So we cover all of those things. Um, I've had questions around um, like plan B, like emergency contraceptives. So those are not out of the question. We talk about those too. Uh, so that everybody has options. Because um, some thing, of it's... One thing I think people need to remember, because I think you said it, like kids are growing up faster. Mm-hmm. So they're probably sexually active a lot younger than what we were. Yeah. I did not have sex until grade 12. We had conversations about but. this uh, today, like that there was, we were he- hearing of girls as young as the sixth grade. Oh my um, God. Doing the, like the rainbow party. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so I, I don't, I don't want to get into that too much, but we are, you know, there are situations where our girls are doing things way too young. Um, they, uh. Yeah, so it's really it's really jarring to know that you know we've we've got girls that are so young and and involved in in things that they're you know not mature enough to engage in. Um, That's wild. That's crazy. It's, it's crazy, and yeah. it's like it sucks because it's, it's like upsetting. We, it makes we you want to cry. <laughs> we can't stop it, but no. what we can do is educate. Yeah. And I think that that's the important that's, thing to realize. We can't control one. what goes on at parties. And exactly. What, that's the who one these thing people that hang we out have with. Is, but as long as you're giving them the resources to know, like, yeah. and it's not like, it's not like, you know, you can you can go as much as you want, and you're like the only number one way to be safe is abstinence. But it's not like we're like be abstinent. Like right. it's like you're just giving the facts. Here are you're the right, facts. Though. Here's yeah, the yeah, information. Yeah. You need to make the decision, but you need to make the decision that is right for you. And you have to, you know, think about all the things that are involved and protect yourself and protect others and mm. all those things. So, um, you know, we do we talk about relationships. We talk about all those kinds of things and and the importance of consent. You know, there's there's all kinds of information about that. And, and we do talk about that. Uh, the other thing that I've done in my experience is um, we, we just, you know, continually have that question box. And we've done it Love where we've that. split the girls, we've split the boys, we've done it all together. Um, oh, you did it all together too. And we've done it all together. Good. So I think the the biggest eye opener for me was when we did it separately. Yeah. The boys were very concerned about like physiological things, like uh, about their bodies and their parts right. and all how it works and what's going to happen kind of exactly. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, and the questions that the girls asked were much more in depth. Right. Um, some of it, I think, they might have just wanted to see me squirm a little. <laughs> no way, really? Um, were these sex questions or period questions? Sex questions. In a, but so some of them, like I, I read all of the questions. I said I'm going to read them all, but I'm not going to answer them all. So I had things like, "Are you on the pill?" Oh, you, asking you about when you. was the first time you had sex? Um, why why does sex feel good? Like so, it was okay. these. You know, it was hard to answer some of these things because it was like this isn't about me, right? This is about 
you. This right. is about education. It's not about find out who your facilitator loves or whatever. It's got nothing to do with that. So mm, interesting. Yeah, that's so, fascinating. And you know, like, oh, like, what's the best flavored condom? And it was okay, like all these things. Yeah, that was like bit- these are just things. Like, but they're just throwing them. Where the boys were kind of sweet and like just considerate, like, and wanted to know things about girls and how their bodies worked. But the girls were, it was more, it was more aggressive. It was like, wow. it was, yeah, it was very strange. And then, um, and then when it was like a combined thing, like I, I did it with a five, six class and I've done it with sevens and eights and, and it was when it's combined, it is more like, um, you know, they might ask like, oh, what's like masturbation? Talk about that. Like, oh. so it's stuff like that. Right. And that is something that we that we can talk about. But it's um, it was it's still those kinds of things. It's not like personal to you. Yeah. It's personal wasn't things idea. like I can't. I'm not answering that. What you, was the question? What was the question? It's like it's it's personal. It has nothing to do. See, with. It's interesting to me hearing that because it makes me wonder if these girls maybe don't have other female older females in their lives that they can talk to. And I think it makes them so uncomfortable that they try and overcompensate by asking these kinds of questions to like right. get a rise out of them and to see like how how much can we find out with but you know right. it's kind of like they want they want the information dumped upon them. Right. And they can sift through it as they see fit. And it's not just like they want to listen to like, you know, someone that's older than them talk about like, and then you go to the store and you buy your stuff. You buy right. protection. You buy, you know, your pads and your tampons and you hear yeah. all the things that are available. Yeah. And they're like, no, tell us about the first time you fellatio and you're like oh my god no well, you know it's it's such a tricky line because these things are happening yeah and so on some level i think we do need to but it, the question does come down to what age do we talk about this with maybe that maybe this area is too young but i do think going into high school there should be talks about mm-hmm. this because listen kids have access to porn and that's the scary part about all this. Yeah. Men are going to watch porn mm-hmm. and they're going to see what guys do to women in porn and yeah. they're going to think that's okay to do. Women are going to watch porn and think, oh, well, this is what's going to happen to me when I have sex. Right. And it's not okay. No. Like, we got to teach people sexual like agency here. Yeah. And teach and teach women that like it is about you. And like, you know, even though you know, it does get personal, but it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, your pleasure matters. Yeah. As a female... Your pleasure is important, yeah, and you need to fight for your pleasure. It would be great if we could teach young people, and I think this is the goal: is that you have to have those. You should be having those conversations with your partner. What do you expect? What What am I hoping to get out of this? What is my expectation about what is going to happen here? And right, and instead, instead of having those courageous conversations, we're having, um, we're seeing it more like. Unfortunately, it's not a bonding. It's not like when two people come together because they have a mutual interest in each other and it's, you know, affectionate and it's wonderful and special. It's more of like a, it's a transaction. It's yeah. a, it's a popularity stunt. It's uh you know, it's, and that's not to say that 
all of it is, but you know, there you worry about girls who want to be accepted and do these things and yes. then all of a sudden a mockery is made of them and then yeah. it's a, you know it's a big thing and unfortunately that's so possible for nowadays yeah. and, that's and it's so terrifying scary. that's scary yeah yeah because they'll do it because they think that's how they need to be accepted by men right and then men will use that against them to like either bully them or shame yeah. them or ugh, and it's if just an, so if, scary if our young boys are watching pornography then they're going to think that's what it's supposed to be yeah and that's not what it's supposed to be and and we don't want our girls to fall victim to some of those things and we don't want girls to have the expectation that they're supposed to look like a porn star either and i mean i think like i mean and again it comes back to like we can't control them no um like i think like there should be something in the education um talking about like Okay, guys, porn exists. You're mm-hmm. going to probably watch it at some point. But almost educate them like, these are very specific videos <laughs> that yep. are made for, <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to say entertainment. Yeah. But this is not the reality. This yep. doesn't have to be no. the reality of sex. Yeah. Um, like, I I think that, that that's just so scary to me. Yeah. Because it we've we've taken we've taken it from a natural human thing yeah into this like brutal yeah. like like I it's very male driven for it it's yeah. just like it's become something so more so much more than it should be right it's like dramatic and theatrical and yeah ridiculous yeah and not good for women no for the most part no um and it's hard to tell i mean like you know yeah okay when you're older yeah (laughs) you know maybe you consent to these things but that's when you're older like i truly feel like and you can filter out what you yeah choose to believe and accept and enjoy versus what you're bombarded with oh my god yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah oh my gosh it's just it's crazy it's a crazy but i mean you're doing good stuff trying do do you find um what about the mental illness side of things that's a whole other (coughs) yeah area it is um i'm not it's we're not into it a whole whole lot but we we're into the idea that um you know we've got we've got so much more you know anorexia and depression and um you know, various forms of anxiety and we're trying to give um, tools to that and because because of the perspective that I'm taking, it's a very like yogic, like mindful mm. approach of like, mm-hmm. you know, stretching and breathing and being with yourself on, you know, a mat or in right. a quiet space and being able to, you know, process through those things or to to do the self-care thing and yeah. you know talk to someone and have therapy or or talk to friends or um or be you know for our young girls be involved in a girls group because we're going to try and get those up and running in Ooh, our communities awesome. as much as we possibly can yeah um actually i was just talking to a friend uh, who's involved in this program with me about getting a women's group because i said there's there's work that i need to do for myself that you know from 
from past relationships or expectations that I put on myself that are unrealistic and those flare up sometimes and I Ooh, yeah. I can I'm at a point now where I can acknowledge those things but it it does sometimes affect the way I look at situations and right and I've accepted the fact that there have been things in my past that have jarred me or affected me that I try and keep out of my you know out of my relationship now but some there's things that you they attach from heads. past partners that are traumatic or yeah or whatever and and we have to practice that positive self-talk and 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 look for our own time to talk to other people whether it's friend or whether it's a therapist or whether it's a mentor or Oh my god, Man- or, mentorship you know, is huge. Exactly. And and the other things that we can do for ourselves, like, you know, if anyone anyone who's working and, you know, if you have Blue Cross, like Blue Cross is wonderful. Um, you know, book that massage, get an acupuncture appointment, talk to a therapist. Like those are things yeah. you don't have to and you don't have to have a struggle. You don't have to say like yeah. Oh, you know, I've got such tension in my jaw that I think it's anxiety. But you'd just be like, I need a massage because I freaking love myself and I need to go do you something. Deserve- yes. Like, you don't need an ailment to look after yourself. Actually, and you don't need a crazy trauma look, either. Look after yourself because those kinds of things are what prevent illness, too. Yeah, that's very like, true. All that stuff that you do for yourself, like, we get tired and we don't realize it and... Yeah, Frig. it's so look hard. after yourself. It's good. We gotta install this stuff in people young because yes. because I'm 31. I still struggle with it. Yeah, I I still I'm just like I'm doing a lot of stuff and I'm not taking moments to just like take care of myself. Yep, it's like the other day, and I I mean I I am better and I I feel it is because of all this stuff that I've been doing. Um, because it gets you in that mind frame and it gets you talking to like-minded people who, that are going through some of the same stuff. But, yeah. um, this week, like I, I do exercises class through the week and, and on Tuesday I was supposed to go and I wasn't feeling it and our poor little doggy had a bone and it went right through him and it, he made a mess all oh, in my house no. everywhere before my husband got home and I was trying to clean the house and it was like so smelly and gross and i couldn't just leave it i had to you know go and get the pine saw and my squeegee brush and start cleaning floors and and then he's like well you you gotta go to zumba it's zumba time i was like i freaking love zumba but i'm not going tonight and it was kind of like well you know don't don't make excuses for yourself like you can go and i'll take care of you know what needs to be done in the house and i'm like no listen i got I'm stressed out at work. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Uh, the dog yeah. made a mess all over the floor. The house is not clean. We were away all weekend. Oh. I need a minute. I'm stressed out. <laughs> I don't know what to do. And I'm not going. And you can't tell me to go. And this is how oh. I am. And it was like, and if I keep fighting with you, I'm going to cry. And that's not fun. Oh, <laughs> no. And he's just sitting on the couch very quietly. And he's like, um what can I do to help you? And I was like, empty the dishwasher and hug me. <laughs> yeah. Because that's sometimes all you need. It's just I, like, you got to put up boundaries. It doesn't yeah. like, you just have to say, no, I can't do that today. I know I'm supposed to. I know I have a commitment where I paid for a class and you know what? I can't, I can't go. I got to do other things. My focus is elsewhere and I'm not going to enjoy myself if I go do something else. But otherwise, through the week, I love Zumba. It's like my outlet. Like Zumba and yoga 
and that's the other thing I learned because I I was like oh I could run or I could I don't want to do exercise I hate so I'm like okay yoga is great Zumba is great so I'm stretching and I'm dancing and I feel like I'm not exercising but I am there you go but I'm also compulsively snacking so it counter- <laughs> it's counteractive but it's that's self-care that's eat a bag of popcorn and then go dance to Desposito and then that's lay amazing. down and go to bed <laughs> I think that there's a thing with women I don't want to gender it but no I've noticed it in particularly with women when if something comes up and say they're really busy and they need to say no to it they like almost like over defend it mm-hmm. as if they owe that person yeah like a thesis on why they can't do yeah. that thing and it's like I think we gotta start just being a little more like can't do it. Sorry, too busy. Yeah, need need to have need to have an hour of time for myself. Absolutely. In the day. Like we need to stop feeling ashamed about that. Yeah, we can still be people who juggle a lot, people who are getting involved in a lot of different things and yeah. giving ourselves. And like Jesus Christ, like even just maintaining a fucking apartment or house. Like <sighs> like I was telling Sally yeah. today, I'm like my place is a mess. I've been depressed. It's. Yep. And and then you mentioned you're like I have a house, I have a house. There's multiple rooms that multiple are multiple rooms of <laughs> like, stuff. I can't imagine. Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff. Like we all deal with so much, oh, so we yeah. shouldn't be ashamed about either not doing something that we normally do or um, taking a taking a night off. Yeah, taking a night off from stuff. Yeah. Today, oh, damn, it's important. Today, somebody said, um, "Don't don't say yes to something." If you're saying no to yourself, like I love that. we we commit so many things. Like I I had someone at work say to me one day, like, "Oh, Sally, can we've got an event tonight, and we need we need another person to help cover it, or we're gonna have to cancel." Mm-hmm. And I had a yoga class that I was looking forward to, like the night of this event, and I was like, "Um, yeah, sure, I'll do it." Mm-hmm. And then I'm like hitting cancel, reschedule to my event and I or to my to my yoga class. And I was like, I've looked forward to that yoga class mm. all week. But I saw they were in a pickle, so I put them ahead of myself. Right. But in the long run, that's gonna bite me in the butt because I need I need to be at the top of the list. Yeah. But I f- we we forget that. We think like We totally forgot that. And I'm someone that takes care of everybody else first. So I'm like, are you okay? You're happy? You know, check in with my family, check in with my husband, check in with the house, make sure things are going well, that all the work is done. And then 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 I'm I'm exhausted. And then it comes to the weekend and I'm like, part of the couch. It's like, (laughs) what do you you want to do this weekend? And it'll be like, just this. (laughs) Nothing else. But it's it's not just this. It's like... I am decompressing, but yeah. to anybody else, it looks like Sally hasn't showered in two days, and she's you know eating what? popcorn off her belly. Like- you do, you do. <laughs> I'm, that this has been my life for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I've been dealing with the seasonal depression. Yeah, and like today, I slept until one thirty, and I felt so bad about it. But I'm like, this is just what my body needs right now. Yep. Like, obviously, my body needed sleep for whatever mm-hmm. reason. Maybe it is depression. Who knows? But it's like. 
you're right. From the outside, those things can look oh, like she's lazy or like she's wasting the day away. That's just like we're all trying our best. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you don't all, see that my whole the little mouse in my brain is like <laughs> just starting to like slow down on her wheel, and she's like, oh. We gotta grease this for the rest of the week. Like you just, you gotta decompress, or you gotta. There's so much that goes on behind the like. Ah, I did my hair today, and I put on my lipstick, and I'm out the door. It's like, but also, I'm crying I <laughs> on know. the inside. Oh ah. man, it, it's it's it's. I I always say it. I'm like, I don't feel like I was ever this stressed out in my twenties. Like I don't know what mm. it is about this age. Yeah. Everyone is really busy. Everyone is overworked. Everyone mm-hmm. is bombarded. Like, it's just, everyone's trying to maintain all these things. I think it's just maybe the age of, like, you know, people have families, people have kids, partners. Like, they're, yep. they're juggling so much. And it's just, like, I think the other thing we have to stop doing is being, like, comparing busyness. Yep. Because um, it's, like, I'm a single person without a partner or kids, but, like, I got all this shit going on. And if, if I'm complaining i'm using quotes like yeah. or if i'm talking about how busy i am that day and i'm talking to like someone with kids and they're like oh well like imagine doing all that and then having kids on top of it and it's just like we gotta stop kind of phrasing yeah. it that way like, my busier is busier than you're busy it's like you're busy <laughs> yes you're busy might be way more intense because yeah. you're dealing with a human that you have to raise but like you also have a partner helping you so like yeah. you're a team raising this human yeah Whereas, like, I'm running around with groceries on foot because yep. I don't have a car and that's taking up more time. It's just like, oh, yeah. I don't know. Everyone's lives are so different <laughs> and we need to stop judging yep. and just relate to each other more. Exactly. You know? And, yep. like, support each other more. Yep. Rather than, like, comparing. Exactly. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Yep. All genders. All. Everybody. Everybody. You. Everyone is awesome and everyone's trying their best. Yeah. <laughs> just trying to live our life. We're just trying Freak. to live. Oh my. One foot in front of the other. One foot in front of the other. One day at a time. But- All those things. <laughs> I want to thank you for coming on. I'm going to wrap oh, it up because I know you, you have you have an early morning. I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy weekend. <laughs> it's fun. Come over and chit chat. And now that the intoxicated cherry has popped, maybe you'll come back on. Yes. Maybe with Carrie or with somebody Carrie. else. Or yeah. We'll figure something out. But with Sally. Thank you so much. Thank you for having and me. And thank you for the wonderful work you're doing. Oh, thank you. I just got to say, like, it's, <laughs> you, you're making a difference, whether I, or not you know it. Try your best. Try your best. Everybody try your best. <laughs> that should be the, <laughs> the takeaway, really. Yeah. We're all trying our best. I love it. So you can end the episode with a bell ring. Ooh, Give it a I'm good so one. Excited. Ring the bell. Ring the bell. <laughs> <laughs> Feels good, right? It does feel good. <laughs> Hey, Lily. Oh, hey, Krista. Did you know, according to an unproven internet meme, you will cross paths with a murderer 36 times in your lifetime? I did know that, and you want to know why? I can guess. Because we're 36 times, a Canadian true crime and comedy podcast, which covers crimes in the Great White North. Every episode, we focus on a major crime, and then we lighten things up with a kooky one. We cover everything from major cases and unsolved mysteries to peculiar getaway choices and animals behaving oddly. So catch our bi-weekly episodes on iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts.